The brilliant Paul Kelly there with the one I love, his latest single here at Homegrown Triple M. Jane Gazza with you this evening, and it's a pleasure to welcome on the line Rob Younger of legendary seminal punk rock outfit Radio Birdman. And Rob, it's uh, quite timely that you should join me as uh, I've been reading those news stories the last couple of weeks about uh, music-loving MP Anthony Albanese uh, throwing his support behind a campaign for the ABC to purchase the rights to the Radio Birdman document called Descent into the Maelstrom, directed by Jonathan Sequoia. Yeah, I was pretty amused by that. I had heard some years ago that he'd been a fan of the group. I'd, about, you know, I'd forgotten, of course, about it, and this came up. Uh, it was good of him to, to do that. You know, sincere testimony. You know, my name's now been recorded in Hansard. I mean, I've been immortalised, so that's all fine. But uh, they, they knocked it back anyway. I really don't understand why the ABC knocked it back, why they won't purchase it and play it. I don't know, I guess they don't uh, believe it's uh, culturally relevant relevant or something, I imagine. Um, I don't really know. If they they don't want to show it, they don't want to show it. uh, uh, For Jonathan Sakura's put so much into it, he did a pretty good job. I'm disappointed for him as much as uh, anything else. It's a fantastic documentary. Is it a story you wanted told or were you happy to be part of it? I had mixed feelings about some parts of it. I enjoyed other bits. I thought that they, uh, they, they brought up the music, actually. They mastered it really well, and it sounded great in the movie theatre and all that. Um, I, I hate watching myself on the film, so that was really disconcerting, but probably a lot of people like that. And I've been shown around the world, different film festivals and things, Berlin and places in London, Detroit, Glasgow, and wherever else. So I think uh, we're going to be overseas when they show it in have it in Barcelona and wow. it's getting exposure I'm glad people are interested in it For such a band held in high regard these days in the Australian music scene the documentary certainly highlights there was a lot of hostility in your early days why do you think that was? Early on um, Yeah, early on Yeah. Not true. Well, you know, a lot of people just didn't like the way we sounded uh, maybe a little bit of stuff we were playing at the time was with left of field or something like this or bookers owners of, you know, of venues and stuff Surprise! They didn't like our our attitude. Often it wasn't because we exhibited any uh, overt uh, behaviour, you know, anything antisocial. Uh, they didn't like the look of us. Uh, they didn't. They thought they'd booked a rock and roll band, and they wanted to hear Johnny O'Keefe. They didn't <laughs> want to hear something like us, you know. Mm. But times were different then. The rock music scene, such mm. as it was, was more um, steeped in the English thing, the, the purple and free sort of style, if you like. And a lot of the smaller venues was, you know, it was all blues bands and so forth. You know, mm. if you know. Mm. said you were in a band years ago, that mm. long ago. It was taken for granted. It'd probably be something to do with rock, but these days it's all been broken into lots of different little pieces and so forth, you know. Back then we were determined, determinedly sort of, you know, we had our style and uh, it wasn't you know, terribly fashionable, maybe. I don't think it was music that should have sounded weird to anybody. But, no, no. But we, we reveled in, uh, unashamedly, we reveled in the... Uh, those rejections and so forth because kind of felt like you were you're getting somewhere just by having an effect <laughs> on people i mean even if you hadn't even started playing so that's got to count for something uh between 76 and i guess 81 was your most prolific period that's certainly when when the eps and, and albums came out what's your most proudest moment of that particular period would you say there were certain gigs that were surprisingly successful particularly towards the the last few gigs before we went and this bit for England in early 78 you know the attendances for us were uh, stratospheric compared to you know even just 
a year before that. I, I, it was mainly the uh, general atmosphere around the band, that people's um, antipathy towards us and so forth. We're rapidly running out of time, Rob, but I want to let everybody know that you guys are on the road. Radio Birdman in all their punk rock glory. Thursday, 27th of September in Melbourne. Friday, 28th, Brisbane. Adelaide, Sunday, 30th of September. And Sydney, Friday, the 5th of October. And then you head to Europe where you're still so highly regarded, so loved, so revered. The documentary is called Descent into the Maelstrom. I implore every Australian music fan to watch it. Thanks so much for your time, Rob. Thanks very much. It's good to get to have me on the show, so take care of yourself. We've got to go out with one of my favourite tracks, Aloha Stephen Dano. Here is Radio Birdman, Triple M. <laughs> <laughs>